sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. All right, let's roll. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid. The Raging Redhead Cam Stewart is off the grid uh, today. Cam will be back uh, on uh, Monday. Um, the uh, Raging Redhead um, off uh, today. George Kurtz will be stepping up and in in the 7 o'clock hour. We've got you covered. We've got a busy uh, first hour, actually. Cousin Sal's going to step up in it and join us. We're going to talk NFL football with Cousin Sal. Joey Odessa. Uh, throws it down with us. We're getting into the UFC octagon. We'll see what uh, Joey has come up uh, with as far as the UFC is concerned. I can tell you that the Miami Marlins uh, came up uh, with a uh, a win over the Chicago Cubs. Uh, the uh, Marlins advance, and um, the Marlins sweep uh, the Chicago Cubs in the mini-series. Uh, We're breaking it down. We've got uh, San Diego and St. Louis, an elimination game uh, coming up. In about an hour's time, Kurtz is going to join us in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll track uh, the baseball game. We've got college football uh, tonight. And, oh, yeah, the NBA Finals, except the NBA Finals, um, kind of anticlimactic, isn't it, at this point in time? Like, let's just be real. I mean, uh, so it's official. Bam, uh, Bam's not playing tonight. Bam out of bio is going to be out of the basketball game. Uh, Goran Dragic, uh, we knew that was going to be out. Dragic's going to be done for the series. I don't see Dragic coming back. I think Bam will be back uh, over the weekend. Uh, we had pro football doc, um, Dave, uh, Dr. David Chow, on the show uh, yesterday. We made him the basketball uh, doc as well. And uh, he says that Bam will be able to come back. It's not like, um, you know, it's not like um, he's going to make it worse or anything like that. It's a pain threshold uh, situation. But if he's got a sprained neck, he's got a sprained neck. It is what it is. And, I don't care what you're doing. Unless you're a NASCAR driver, I guess. Uh, you know, having a sprained neck in any sport uh, is pr- probably not a good uh, thing. Uh, but but I know it's already out there um, that, you know, oh, wow, this is, this is easy. And, you know, um, it, it was brought up, oh, this is just like last year. The Toronto Raptors won because the Golden State Warriors uh, fell apart. Listen, staying on the court and playing through pain and not getting injured is part of sports. It's part of life. It, it is. It, that's why it's a war of attrition. Yeah, but he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, but if ends and butts were candies and nuts, I would still have hair. I don't. All right? So it's it's all irrelevant. It's all irrelevant. You, you have to respect LeBron James. It's one thing. We all take LeBron James for granted, or at least, you know, a lot of us have over the years. But if you look at LeBron's consistency, the guy's not young. And look at the shape that he's in. And look at the fact that the dude's on the court, like, all the time. And that's something to um, to take into consideration for tonight's basketball game, all right? Uh, and I'll get to that as far as the props are concerned. The Los Angeles Lakers are 10-point favorites uh, in this game. The total is 216.5. Um, you know Miami are going to dig down deep. You know Miami were embarrassed uh, in game one. And you know Miami know that if they don't win tonight, like, they're in a lot of trouble. Um it's going to be extremely difficult, next to impossible. Doesn't it just feel like it's impossible? 
Like, without Bam, like, to me, you know, you look at Bam out of bio and you look at Gordon Dragic, we're, talk, we're talking about, like, 30 points, rebounds, and assists from Bam. That's gone, all right? We'll, we'll call it 30 because that's what the prop is. You know, 30 and a half, 31 and a half, 32 and a half. So, boom, you're losing 30 points, rebounds, and assists. Is you know, what is Kelly O'Neillick really going to give you? He's, he's not giving you the exact same thing Bam's going to give you. So, all right, so let's say you're losing, you know, 15 points, rebounds, and assists. That's a lot. It's a lot. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. Get on the grid. I'm on the grid. I am Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down. It's game time decisions. We're going to try to help you make the uh, correct uh, game time decisions on the show. Uh, Major League uh, Baseball. We've got a baseball game uh, coming up. We're going to break it down. Uh, St. Louis and uh, San Diego. The Miami Marlins advance. And uh, we got the Marlins and the Atlanta Braves uh, coming up uh, next. That's the, uh, the showdown. Uh, coming up next for the Marlins. Props to the Marlins, man. They've been through a lot. We like the Marlins coming into the year to go over their win total of 23 and a half. <laughs> Feels weird to say that, 23 and a half, but it was a 60-game season. We thought the Marlins uh, were an upstart baseball team, but they're even better uh, than I thought. And listen, it's 2020, and obviously, as everybody knows, 2020 is a, uh, man, can things get any crazier? All right, so um, we all know what's happened the last 24 hours. News broke uh, last night. President Trump, First Lady Melania Trump uh, have coronavirus. The media is going crazy uh, with this uh, right now. And, um, you know, it's just, just part of 2020. They always talk about elections and the October surprise. Well, I don't even think we're done with October surprises. But more crazy news breaking from just uh, just a couple of hours ago. Celino and Barnes, your personal injury attorneys. That's 1-888-888-8888. Celino and Barnes. Celino and Barnes, one of the most famous personal attorney uh, firms in the United States. Um, you know, they're based out of Buffalo, uh, yet they have offices uh, around, uh, around the country. Uh, of course, they had a, um, they got divorced. They, they, they split up. Now, they weren't literally married, but long time, long time, you know, law partners. These guys have raked in billions of dollars. They're like the richest people in Buffalo. Um, uh, but Steve, uh, Steve Barnes, and in case you're wondering, Steve Barnes, the bald one. Uh, so, uh, the, the bald one. <laughs> Salino's the Italian one. Uh, Barnes, Barnes uh, the white guy, the bald one. Um, he was piling in a plane. It crashed. There were no survivors. So uh, may uh, our condolences to his uh, family. Is 2020 just a bet? I don't know. What, what's going to happen next? I, it's a crazy world. All I know is I know I'm taking the Campbell fighting uh, Campbells tonight, plus the points. So we'll tell you why on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And and this is where LeBron James's um, vanity comes into play here. And I don't hold it against him. I don't hold it against him. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, listen, LeBron is on the floor a lot. All right, LeBron plays a lot as it is. Um, you know, even in a regular season, like most star players don't play as many minutes as LeBron James does. 
And LeBron James isn't getting any younger, man. The guy's been around a long time. And he's still on the court for like 38 minutes, 40 minutes. Like, he's always on the court. Like, he's basically, he's always on the court. You know, he gets he gets a little time off at the end of the first quarter. Um, but for the most part, you know, LeBron is on the court all the time. God knows the refs never get him in foul trouble, right? So he's on the court all the time. Yet, what do we see the other night in game one? The Los Angeles Lakers were murdering uh, the Miami Heat. And it wasn't a case of, well, you know what? This is the NBA Finals. We got to be careful. They could come back. It's like, nah, listen, bro. We're up by 23 points with four minutes left. Everyone's hurt on their team. They're falling apart. They're nearly crying on their bench. They're not coming back. <laughs> like, the game's over in about five minutes, guys. All right, let's just get through this. And, you know, if it was a football game, it was basically, listen, we're going to hand the ball off 22 times in a row, and we're going to get the hell out of here. Uh, but, you know, you saw LeBron James was on the floor late in game one of the NBA Finals, and it was a massacre. It was a blowout. There was no reason for LeBron James to be on the floor. And, and it's not like Frank Vogel decides when LeBron James is on the floor or not anyways. You know, LeBron James should just check himself out of the game, right? Like, if it's a route, LeBron, when he's done, LeBron's not going to ask for permission. He's just going to walk to the bench, and Vogel will say, all right, I guess LeBron's done. And LeBron doesn't do that. And LeBron didn't do that in game one. And this is where it comes into our, our advantage for props, okay? Because blowouts are prop killers. And this is a problem. And you guys know throughout the entire NBA season and, you know, and playoffs, I'm a big prop better. And, you know, even the other night, man, I had the Miami Heat on, in a game and I lost. But we ended up winning money on the game because we did so well with the props. Um, but we barely got there with the props because the game was a blowout. And blowouts are prop killers. Blowouts are absolute prop killers, man. Like, if there, there's a blowout, like, you're screwed. Um, but the only thing that saves us here is the fact that LeBron James, LeBron James is so, so focused on records. LeBron James is so focused on perception of, of wanting to be the best. You know, like how some players, you know, would say, oh, well, no, listen, it's just an honor, man, to be compared to Michael Jordan and, and the great players of all time. And I, I don't, you know, that, that's for other people to decide. LeBron James really does, like, want to, like, say, you know, LeBron thinks I'm better than Jordan. I've done more. I was on different teams. I've carried worse players. You know, I'm better than him. LeBron believes that. And, and I'll tell you what, Jordan believes he's better as well. That's what makes these guys as good as they are. You know, I find it you know, kind of funny when I hear people criticize LeBron for this. Oh, you know, LeBron, he's on the floor because he cares about his stats. Yeah, yeah, because Jordan never cared about his stats, right? Anybody that watched The Last Dance, Jordan cares about everything. All right, Jordan cares about every little slight that's said about anything. Uh, Jordan cares like he's a psychopath about it, actually. You know, somebody said Clyde Drexler's good, and Jordan got offended. You know what I mean? Like Jordan, you know, say Jordan, like Jordan was so thin-skinned, he used to get offended if you talked about other players. Oh, you think Dan Marley's a good player, huh? I'll show you. Right? Like, what, what did Dan Marley do to you? Nothing. <laughs> right? But like that's the way these these sort of mega stars think. That's what makes them the, the, the best of all times. Right? That's their attitude. Floyd Mayweather didn't, you know, become the best boxer and go undefeated because he thinks, well, you know what, everyone else is better than me. No, he knows he thinks he's the best. But where it comes into props here, 
even if the game's a blowout, we got a puncher's chance with the props with LeBron James because this guy really does care about records. And, you know, if we're looking at records uh, here, uh, LeBron James, uh, LeBron James, second all-time, second all-time. He passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I, you know, I always get upset about this when I talk about this because it's like, you know, when people talk about oh, Jordan, 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 and uh, and LeBron. It's like, guys, there's more than two players that ever played in the NBA, all right? I know it might blow people's minds, but there were good and mega superstar, you know, all-time epic players in the NBA before Michael Jordan, like, was born. So, you know, when we get into the greatest of all time, it's not just Jordan and it's not just uh, LeBron, okay? There's a lot of great players, one of them being Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yet... You know, whether you're a LeBron lover or hater, at this, this point at this point in time, you have to start to concede. Well, LeBron is actually lighting this up. LeBron is second all time right now. He's um, he's second all time as far as um, points scored in the NBA Finals are concerned. And you know what? People like that point scored uh, stuff. People like that point scored stuff. So, oh yeah, how many points does he have? Um, you know, he's moving in on the assist right now. So these are some of uh, LeBron James's um, NBA re- NBA uh, Finals records, all-time NBA Final triple doubles. He's got that ten. Magic Johnson had eight, and uh, after that, Draymond Green has had three. <laughs> you want to talk about a drop off? Uh, I don't see Michael Jordan on that list. All-time NBA Finals points. Number one, Jerry West. Um, number one, Jerry West. One thousand six hundred and seventy-nine. LeBron James is like a little uh, little over 200 points away. He's not going to get it this year, but they make it to another finals. LeBron James will be the um he'll be the um the all-time scorer in NBA finals history. For the record, Michael Jordan is fourth. Now we can get into well, Michael Jordan was 6 for 6 as well. That's it. I got it. I got it. And I'm a Jordan guy, so just for the record. I I'm on team Jordan here. But uh, all-time three-pointers made NBA Finals. LeBron James is second all-time. LeBron James is second all-time NBA Finals steals. Uh, all-time NBA Finals assists. This one, he's got a little ways to go, but he's less than 200 away. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's less than 200 away. Look, he, he's moving in on 400. He is second all-time, Bob Cousy. So I'm looking at LeBron's props tonight, and we got there with the assist the other night. They have been repeatedly putting eight and a halfs up on the board. All right, they've been they've been putting up uh, eight and a halfs for his assist, like pretty much through the playoffs. And he goes over mostly like every night. I knew they were going to adjust it. They made it nine and a half tonight. You still have to kind of take it, but. You know, you're losing the value. It's up to nine and a half. As I stated, though, LeBron's going to stay on the court a lot, even if it's a blowout. He wants stats. He's trying to, like, crash the party and, like, try to become number one across the board if possible. And I don't know if he's going to get there, but, like, you know, like, even if you're a big LeBron hater, like, what, what are you going to say? What are people going to say about LeBron after? Like, if he's like, yeah, well, you know, he won four or five titles and he's the number one all-time point scorer in the finals history. He's the number one steals. He's the number one uh, assists. Like, you go down the list. Like, like I said, 
you know, we take it for granted. We see the greatness in front of us all the time. And I know it's annoying. Trust me. I hate the way he complains and he cries to the referees all the time. I hate the way that after there's the slightest contact that a six foot nine, 258 pound man with like 0% body fat uh, drops like he got punched in the face by Brock Lesnar. I get it. There's, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's some stuff, but ultimately I'm just stating LeBron is a badass. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am Marenzi. It's a football Friday. We're going to get to some uh, NFL talk. Uh, Cousin Sal's going to step up, and then we're going to run the gauntlet. Uh, we'll get in many, as many games in as we can. We're going to go through all the games uh, tonight. We've got college football going off the board at the top of the hour as well. Um, the um, Campbell University, Fighting Camels. Actually, you know what? I, no one's ever heard of the Fighting Camels before. Campbell University. They're 3-0 and against the spread this year, guys. They're 3-0 and against the spread. And as Joey Odessa knows, good teams win, great teams cover Joey Odessa steps up. And what's going on, Joey? All right, we'll, uh, we'll get uh, Joey's audio uh, going here uh, momentarily. As uh, we're going to break down the UFC. What's going on, Joey? How you doing? Can you hear me now? We got you, Joey. Okay, good, good deal. Yeah, Campbell University. You know what? They had a, uh, they, they started up a D1 wrestling program that was pretty good. Uh, Corey Colat was a coach for it. Big time uh, wrestler out of Pennsylvania. Anyway, that's uh, otherwise I wouldn't know where Campbell even was. <laughs> that's pretty good, Joey. You know your wrestlers. Very impressive. Very impressive. Campbell University bust, busting out. How about the nickname, Joey? The Fighting Camels. Yeah, I never, I mean, are there camel fights? There's camel races. I don't know. I don't think I ever saw two camels fight. No, no, no. <laughs> There's not camel Cam, fighting. No. Where's Cam? Cam's <laughs> not here tonight, huh? No, Cam's off uh, today. So, uh, yeah, there's no, no, no. There's no, uh, there's, there's no camel fighting. Uh, they're just, they're called the fighting camels. Uh, might I'm be sure the best nickname in college. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure a camel can get upset, but we're not here to, it's not National uh, Geographic here, so. I'm sure. I'm sure camels have been known to be upset before. Um, it's a big animal. So, uh, what's that, Joey? Camel's a big animal. It's a big, you know, it's a pretty big. So, you know, they're good size. People ride them. Bet you can yeah, do some damage. Is. I'm sorry okay. I brought the game up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. I brought camel and fighting camels up. Actually, uh, it was just kind of a throwaway. But let's get into the UFC. Um, so, uh, this this UFC card, Joe. You know what? It's not exactly, you know, this isn't, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> as far as, you know, Holly Holm and Aldania, uh, the, the main event. But for betting purposes, I'm looking at the uh, the Randimi fight here, and I'm thinking about pulling a trigger on her here, uh, Joey. All she does is win. An experienced fighter, too. You and I got way back. Um, an experienced fighter, you know, she's got the, you know, the, the Muay Thai, the kickboxing experience. So she's someone who has a lot of fighting experience in her life. And you can really see the market improvement in her MMA game over the years, Joey. And she, she's gotten to the point, like she uses her reach very well. She's tough to deal with, 
Uh, I'm liking her here. Am I wrong? What's your take on this fight against Juliana Pena? Well, for starters, I mean, uh, Jermaine Cheapy, Holly Holm, she's got a win over Holly Holm, who's headlining this event. But I like her. Um, she's out of the Netherlands. Great kickboxer. I don't. I think she had like some ridiculous kickboxing record, like 45, 46. No, I don't. I don't know. I didn't ever look back at her kickboxing bouts. But she's had. Uh, she's had a nice little run here in the UFC. Only her only two losses really in the last what ten years are to uh, Amanda Nunes. No shame there. Yeah, exactly. She seems like a type of fighter that could beat anybody. And, you know, listen, maybe one day she'll be a champion in the future. But, uh, you know, it's not an easy fight, but um, I like it. I'm willing, I'm willing to lay the price uh, here, Joey. So what do you make uh, What do you make of the main event? Well, I, you know, I like the dog there. Howie Holm got a little bit of money. She's, it, things been teetering around Pick'em. But I think Aldani can beat her. You know, you look at this and, uh, you know, I pointed out earlier in the week with MMA math, I mean, Aldana's won two straight, and her loss was to Raquel Pennington, who Holly Holm just beat. I think that Aldana could beat her. And, you know, I was looking at this, and I was like, wow, you know, has Aldana ever been five rounds? And then I look back at Holly Holm's stuff, and I'm like, wow, you know, Holly Holm's been five rounds a lot more than uh, than Aldana is. I think like five times she started the fifth round. But, you know, she's lost four out of those five fights and started the fifth round. So I don't see any kind of real advantage for her stretching this thing out. I think, uh, you know, the one thing that concerns me, and it's always the elephant in the room, it's the judges. You know, you know, Holly Holm is, you know, when she throws her punches, she's all with that, ah, ah, you know, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, God, I'm yeah. sure that, yeah, and the, and the corners are going to be loud. With I no fans, Joey, imagine. With no fans, imagine yeah. how loud it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to, it's going to be loud in, in the corners. I mean, Jackson's no dummy. Those guys always have a good game plan for their girls or guys. I imagine, you know, they're going to be pretty vocal. And, you know, when she comes after, you know, comes back after the rounds, they talk loud enough, these judges hear it. You know, I'm telling you that these judges are influenced by the commentators and by the corners. There's no question. Otherwise, there's no other excuse for seeing 30-27, 30-27 opposite split decision cards all the time. I like that fighter when we were originally. It was one of the first fights, actually, inside these bubbles, you know, with no fans. But uh, I don't know if it was Landmere, uh, what, the, what the guy's name was. I think it might have been. Remember, like, after every punch and stuff, he would scream? Like, bam, yeah, yeah come on, boom, ah, let's go, let's go. Like, the whole fight, and you buy into it. By the end, you're like, man, that guy kicked his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like, his, yeah, his, opponent, his opponent started talking back because he realized everyone can hear this. Right? Like, normally there's a bunch of people, and guys, the fighters are saying all kinds of weird things to each other, right? Some of them are nice guys to each other, say, sorry for the eye poke. Other guys are saying, like, you know, dropping F-bombs, and, like, they're saying, you know, you can't stop this, uh, whatever. But everyone can hear everything now, and you're right, it does. Look, we had Vince Pichel on, and he told me he could hear Miller's camp telling Miller what to do, and it was basically telling him what to do because they were telling Miller what to do. <laughs> if you know what I mean, Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's, he goes, everything yeah, he I told mean, Miller, he goes, I just knew to do the opposite of. <laughs> uh, you can hear a pin drop in those arenas. There's not much going on. And look at that, the craziness that took place in that fight where the referee stopped it and wasn't sure if it was an illegal blow and buffer and everybody went into the ring and stuff like that stuff doesn't happen with crowds. That was that was that was off the hook. That happened in Vegas, though. All right. Um, so, you know, Joe, one thing about I, I do like uh, the Ramdini in, in the fight. 
The Holy Home Aldana fight, everyone's talking about Aldana this week. Um, you know, and no one's talking about how she's the lock of the century or anything like that. But there's a lot of leans towards her. You know, Holly's got the pedigree, right? Holly's got the pedigree. She's got the name. As you stated, if this goes to a judge's decision, you know, I, I have a hard time going against Holly Holm here. I just do. And I'm not in love with Holly Holm by any stretch of the imagination, Joey, but I feel like Aldana is a trap. I'm looking at minus 108 right now at FanDuel. You know, I, I think Aldana wins the fight. You know, Holly Holm, I think, you know, great boxer she was. Uh, you know, UFC champ. She she beat Ronda Rousey. That's the Rousey hat on tonight. I'm surprised you didn't say something. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask you what it was. I thought it was Honda. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Oh, I couldn't see the R. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, Rowdy Ronda, what's up with the what? Did JBL give you this? He's giving you WWE merchandise now? Is that where no, you got no, this no, hat, no. Odessa? <laughs> That's it. I, I got to get a John Cena hat for JBL. JBL's watching this show right now. and hey, uh, JBL's got that. What up, JBL? Hey, I want to come I on with you guys. We're just on at the same time uh, often. But uh, you guys got a great show. Follow the action uh, with JBL, the Philly Godfather, the coach, Odessa, great, great crew. Uh, you guys uh, got going on. So I'm just stating, I think it's a trap. I think it's somewhat of a trap about uh, that. I do like, uh, I do like the Ramsey. So what about, uh, what about Carlos Condit and, and Court McGee? Uh, the, the old school, the old school matchup. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, why, yeah, I just, it is what it is. You know, I was, I was talking to our buddy fight coast and, you know, I mean that Robbie Longer fight years ago, I think it ruined, you know, I think it ruined Condit. Uh, you know, he's never been the same since. And, here I go with this Court McGee, and every time Court McGee fights, they give that whole long sob story about his past and everything, and it just, and he, and I usually need the opposite side. When he ends up squeaking one out, I just, I don't know, I can't bet that fight. I, I tell you what, though, you know, for not for me not liking women's fights, you know, betting women's fights, not that I don't like them, I'm saying not like betting them, because a lot of them do go to decision, and I end up on the wrong end of them, but... I think Aldana wins. I, I think Jermaine Durando may wins. And you know what? I, I'm really this four and two uh, tie fighter on the undercard. Uh, Lomo Luca Bombi, I guess her name is. She goes by a couple of different <laughs> names. The tie fighters. Well, the tie fighters always change their names to the name of the gym that they're training at. That's why you'll see like yeah, I don't know, yeah. like Sonoco Fresh I or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, Lomo Luca Bombi. <laughs> yeah, I think she can. I think she's in. You know, she's in tough, but I think she can win that fight. And they're all all these uh, women's fights are priced pretty close, less than minus two hundred. Um, you know, I like something on the undercard if you if you want to if you want to jump to that Casey yeah, yeah, Kinney yeah, fight. I think yeah, Casey Kinney wins this fight. He opened up a lot lower though. I mean, it's real easy. I don't like going on the air and saying, "Hey, look, I like this guy." And then he's minus three hundred. Everybody's like, "Yeah, duh, no doubt." You know, uh, but I think Casey Kenny's better than his kid in every position. I think the numbers, you know, I, I feel comfortable laying three to one on Casey Kenny in this spot. I got a nice DJ special for everybody. I'll, I'm going to parlay Casey Kenny with Authentic to win the uh, the Preakness. How's that? Little MMA and uh, horse racing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> little uh, MMA and horse racing uh, special uh, here. Yeah, these women fights, I've always said, Joey, I bet on women's fights. It ends. Uh, it ends like it does, like with women's relationships with me. Not well. <laughs> so yeah. we got here. It is. Here it is. Right now, it's all about the. It's all about the women on this. Uh, uh, this card. Um, so anything else, Joe? We got about two minutes uh, left here, and then I'll see if you got anything in the NFL. I won't bring up how uh, much your Jets suck. Oh, and the Jets. You're gonna throw Sam Darnold out of the bus? Because you guys, you're gonna be the worst team in the league. 
Yeah, I, they're easily the worst team. I don't think I think it's it's not even you know I don't think there's a question of a doubt. The Jets are pretty bad, and and, and, I, and believe me, I feel it. You know, I've had you know I just uh, the Jets. I I I've died with the Jets every year, and every year I'm looking forward to next year. You know, after after like the third game, I'm looking towards next year. I'm like, well, we're getting good draft picks. These injuries. It's it's every year like that. Uh, you know what? On the undercard, the opening bout. Uh, this uh, this Justin Justin Ayari. You know, I just uh, I'm notorious for losing the opening bout on the card. I, I I don't like starting in the red, but uh, I think this Ayari kid will win this fight. Joey Odessa, you can follow him on Twitter at MMA uh, Odds. You already know that. Uh, follow the action. Uh, great, uh, great uh, podcast. Check it out uh, wherever you uh, listen Thanks. to your favorite uh, podcast. Uh, Joey, it's always a pleasure, uh, my man. I'll see you online. We'll catch up with you uh, next week. All right. Thanks for having me, Gabe. Have a good weekend. Let's win some money, bro. And let's uh, don't forget, take the fighting camels plus the points tonight, Odessa. There you go. <laughs> They're going to come. Camel races, right? <laughs> Camel fights. Have a good one, Jake. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, game time decisions uh, continue. Shout out to Joey Odessa for kicking it with us. And uh, shout out to JBL, actually. Legendary wrestler JBL Bradshaw, uh, the man, is actually kicking it in our chat <laughs> right now uh, as he's buddies uh, with Joey Odessa. And Bradshaw loves to lay it down. Uh, he's got a great uh, podcast going, Follow the Action, where they're, they're laying it down, uh, giving picks, football with the coach and everything, great stuff. Uh, let's bring in uh, one of our favorite guests of the week, um, cousin Sal steps up and in on this uh, Friday, football Friday. I'm glad it's a football Friday because if it was a baseball Friday, I would probably just take a baseball bat and start smashing things. <laughs> I'm worn out, Sal. It's been a couple of days of baseball betting, bro. I'm worn out. Look, Cam's not here. I think he's in the hospital right now. Is like, that Cam, right? Cam's, Cam's blood pressure went up through the week. And, like, every bad beat, every meltdown, every comeback, Sal, I was on the wrong end of it, bro. You know what I mean? Like throughout the week in baseball. I'm with you. Same thing. Reds, Indians, uh, games that they blew, and the freaking Cubs. I, I, I had that series. I don't know. It's amazing to me what the Marlins are going to Are they going to be the, the COVID team of the year that just, uh, just gets through with nothing? They've never lost a playoff series. This is ridiculous already. Yeah, I see. You see they got their T-shirts, the bottom feeders. It's not oh, is that bad. what it is? Yeah. yeah, that's what they're calling themselves. Yeah, the bottom the bottom feeders. And yeah, it's amazing, Sal, because, you know, I had a good baseball season, actually. And, you know, mm-hmm. baseball can be hit or miss. I've had some summers where I'm crying by July. I hate this sport. When's football? Yeah. At other times, I think, I'm, uh, you know, I think I'm Ken Burns and I know everything about, all right, I know it all. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm but the playoffs came, Sal, and then boom, just like one loss. It was like, yeah, no big deal. You know what it felt like, bro? Like that first day of March Madness and you can't get on track. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, man, I lost the first three bets. And now suddenly, you know, you start chasing a bit. Dude, the White Sox are 14-0 and against Southpaws. I take the A's. I'm like, ah, I don't care. Every trend right. comes to an end. Like, I'm doing stuff like that, Sal. So yeah. I'm only betting. I'm chipping away. I'm putting 100 here, 150 there. 
down, then it gets a little higher. Next thing I know, I'm down like 1300 bucks. I'm like, I didn't even bet big on any of these games. Yeah. And it reminded me of the time I used to live in Vegas, and I managed to lose like 240 bucks playing Pi Gow in 20 minutes. And the lady told me, <laughs> she goes, I've never seen someone lose money like playing Pi Gow this fast. I said, you never met Marenzi. <laughs> That's what you want to hear. Say so you want to hear from your doctor. I've never seen anything like this. And you want to hear from a dealer. I've never seen anyone lose money like this as fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so, the same way. I, I love the bottom feeder T-shirts. I wish I had $15 to afford it. I, I, I can't get on board. <laughs> so, well, listen, I was on the Broncos last night. So we're starting to turn this thing around. Oh, uh, quick you. tonight, what, what about the NBA game tonight? Any interest uh, in this beatdown finals? Um, no Bam, no yeah. uh, Dragic tonight? I think without Bam, that's, that's easy points inside for the Lakers. I think they're double-digit winners. I would take them. I also like them on FanDuel. They're plus – oh, they're even money to sweep. I think part of LeBron's legacy for this series to count with all these injuries, he kind of just has to go out there and crush. And I think it will now. I think they win in four. Yeah, and AD's 29. It's 29 and a half tonight. They can't stop him. He's putting up 30-plus uh, yeah. here. Um, all right, so as far as football, what are you looking at uh, this week? We got week four. Let's let's do it. What are you looking at? What uh, catches your eye? What's your favorite uh, game or two? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I like the Eagles Sunday night, as miserable as they've been. I think at the end of the week, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, of course the Eagles in, the, in this mash unit of the 49ers should be even and not seven or seven and a half. I think they have a shot to win as miserable as they've been. You know, Sanders averages five yards a carry. San Francisco, so many injuries. Jimmy G is out now. You got Reed. Mostert, uh, so many on defense. I don't see how they put up the points. So what? They beat the Giants and the miserable Jets. I think we're basing 49ers record and uh, their status on that. I like the Eagles and I'm kind of a must win. They at least have to keep it close. You know, I took the Giants last week thinking, all right, you know, the Giants can hang. It's a backup unit and all that type of stuff. But, you know, it, did, it didn't work out. But it's, it's a good point that you raised. When I look at this football game, I'm like, really? Seven? This is like an all-time low for Philadelphia if they can't pull this out. Um, right. You know, at least at least cover the points. But I just, you know, I say an all-time low. Like if you tell the players, like guys, you're playing the 49ers third and four-string players, and the odds makers have you. They think they're still seven points better than you. Like if that right. doesn't light a fire under their ass, I don't know what can. If I was a coach, Sal, I'd always be using the point spreads. I'm just saying this is what people think. Let me and listen. As gamblers, I know you've done it, I've done it, and as gamblers, I guess you can say we're liars because how many times have we said, I'm never taking this team again. No, no, I'm serious. I don't care. (laughs) I'm serious this time. I'm serious. I I was So, Atlanta Falcons, Sal. (laughs) I took them last week against the Bears. I'm like, you know what? This is the week. They're they're, going to win. They need it. They blew it again. They blew it again. Then after, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm ever doing it. And right before the show started, Sal, I was thinking, I'm like, well, you know, they don't have to win the game. So it's not like they're going to blow the game. They're getting points. What do you think about the Falcons getting Sal? I hate to tell you because it's so miserable every time they play, but I like the Falcons this week. Everybody's (laughs) way, way high on the Packers, and they should be. I think, like, in all the years, they haven't scored 40 points in four straight games in in their history, which is weird. They have a shot to do that, but – Dan Quinn playing for his job. Adam Gase was playing for his job last night. Didn't work out so great. I guess he still holds on to, still gets a check for this week. I think Dan Quinn keeps it close. I would take the seven points. Maybe they're not winning and blow it, but maybe it's like a backdoor cover for Matty Ice. 
Um, you know, I'm looking at the Miami Dolphins plus the points. You have Seattle. Yeah. You look at Seattle. Look, Seattle uh, went on the road in week one. They played against uh, Atlanta. Then they played the Sunday nighter against the New England Patriots. Uh, then they played last week against the Dallas Cowboys. They've been pretty comfortable and cozy in the Pacific Northwest South. Time to mm-hmm. uh, time to shake their cage a little bit and, uh, you know, make them go to Florida, which nobody ever wants to do at any time. So make yeah. them go to Florida. <laughs> and I'll tell you, the Dolphins, South, they're not as bad as their record. They played against the Patriots. They played against the Bills. We saw it came together last week against the Jags. I think same thing like you just talked about with Rodgers. If, if Seattle wins this football game, it'll take like Russell Wilson heroics late. They don't have Jamal Adams. Their defense is already getting carved up every week, bro. I, I think the uh, I think the Dolphins plus six are very attractive. Uh, you know what? It scares me, Gabe, because what we've discussed four games. I think we're on the same side of all of them. Oh. I don't. <laughs> I think the Dol. You're right. That's a major travel. They're going from Seattle to Miami. Could be hot. Could be humid. You might not get the best of uh, Russell Wilson. The running back is out. Devontae Parker is an attractive uh, wide receiver for the Dolphins. Everyone puts up points against Seattle. So why couldn't they stay within six, six and a half? The Dolphins. I like the dog there. They could actually win the game. Yeah, I think it's a track meet, whoever has, the, has the, the ball last. Look, you know what we talked about, guys. You look at the Dolphins week one, they played against the Patriots. There was no tape on Cam Newton. Nobody knew what Cam Newton was going to do. They have Josh McDaniels. What are you guys going to do? Are you going to run? Are you going to throw? What kind of system are you guys going to run? They had to play that fresh. Then they had to play the Buffalo Bills in week two. They backdoored covered against the Buffalo Bills. They win week three against uh, Jacksonville. You know, Miami spent like $100 million in the offseason on their defense alone. Um, you know, I, I think they're in a nice spot here. Fun football game, Browns and Cowboys. And I think you and I think a lot alike when it comes to betting on the NFL. So this yeah. sentence, it never ends well, Sal. Like anybody that says, <laughs> I like the Cleveland Browns this week. has that? It's like saying I like the Jets this week. Does that ever end well? But I like right. the Browns this week, Sal. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. So we're going to stray on one game here. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm a little biased. I'm a Cowboys fan. Obviously the Browns are doing the run game with Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt is bang, banged up, may not play. And then there's a lot of pressure on Baker and the Cowboys have Alden Smith. They can pressure the quarterback. No one's worse under pressure than Baker Mayfield. I think the Cowboys get out to a big lead. They have like four superstar wide receivers all all of a sudden. And you got Dak Prescott throwing for 400-plus yards every week. I think it just gets up to a too big a lead. It's going to be 34-17 final. I like the Cowboys to win and cover. 34-17, so that would stay under the number. Stays under. Have been, yeah, track me. It's up at 56.5 right now at FanDuel. You think that uh, the Browns are going to try to pound the rock with Chubb and not get into a track meet? I think they do, but they're going to be too far behind too early, so they're going to have to abandon the Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt if he's uh, if he's even playing. You know, you got Odell and you got Landry. Neither of them have a hundred yard game receiving yet uh, under uh, Baker Mayfield uh, taking snaps there. So I think, uh, yeah, I do think it stays under. That's the highest total of the week, right? Fifty six and a half. Yeah, fifty six mm-hmm. and a half. Man, the overs have just been flying in this year, haven't they? It's 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 crazy. Uh, a fun football game, Indianapolis and Chicago. Chicago could be an, unli- an unlikely 4-0. and And then you get Indianapolis, who would be 3-1 and after losing to Jacksonville uh, in mm-hmm. week one. So the winner of the fo- this football game is going to be in a good spot. They're going with Nick Foles uh, here. And, um, you know, so I know you like the trend, so we got a nice uh, trend this week uh, here as far as 3-0 football teams playing at home. All right? 3-0 football teams playing at home are 25-4 and against the spread 
in game four against non-division opponents when favored by seven points or less. And here we are. Here we are right now with Nick Foles. I don't trust Phillip Rivers going on the road, Midwest, natural grass. It seems to me like I know it ain't pretty and it's hard to back. People have a hard time backing the Bears, but I'm going to back the Bears in this game. I'm with you. I really, honestly, I'm with you, except I have to just ditch this game because I was off by five points when I guessed the line for this. Why aren't the Bears favored at home? What do we love about the Colts here? They beat the miserable Vikings and the terrible Jets. We saw even more examples of how how terrible the Jets were last night. So why, so what? They're a fraudulent team and they lost to the Jaguars. I don't know why we love the Colts so much in this spot on the road. I think the Bears and Nick Foles get it done. You know, it's funny, uh, Sal, I actually just had to do a double take and I stumbled a little bit because I'm like, I have a hard time comprehending. I'm like, no, no, the Bears are minus two and a half or three. Yeah. Right? No, <laughs> exactly. yeah. The Colts are Something's up with this. Right. It doesn't make sense. So that's why I have to run away from it. When I'm off this far, I'm, I'm, I'm never uh, usually on, but the Bears are better. Uh, Buffalo Bills. We got we got about a minute mm-hmm. or two left uh, here. Buffalo Bills. Great start to the Bills. Josh Allen's lighting it up, man, like a split from the back of Snoop Dogg's tour bus right now. And I'm a Bills fan, and I'm loving it. And you get Vegas. So I know you know we saw Vegas win that that home opener on a Monday night. This is this is a little bit different now. We're we're, we're getting in here, but big game too. Vegas wins their three and one. I don't think Buffalo let down, though. I think McDermott's mm. such a good coach that they – I like. I think they're enjoying success. I think this game goes over to 52-and-a-half. I do like the Bills here. Who do you like in this one? I'm with you on the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points. Buffalo's defense, they gave up like 400 yards to the Dolphins, 500 to the Rams. So they don't seem to be able to slow teams down even when they have a lead. They kind of let the uh, underdog back in there. Kind of like the Raiders at home. I really do. Talk about the big travel right there. Talk about uh, – you know, a little bit of a hangover win for the Bills. Won a game maybe they shouldn't have won. Guy running the route the wrong way. Gets credit for the pass interference. God yeah. bless you, Josh Allen. Com- converted two third and longs. But I think the Raiders pulled the upset here. All right. And, uh, Sal, this is, you know, you know, this is like we, we just we opened up our conversation with baseball. The yeah. Cardinals are plus 125, bro. I've got to take them, Sal. I've got to Which take card- them. The baseball Cardinals? The St. Louis yeah. Cardinals are plus 125. Yeah. Game starting in about 10 minutes or so. I got to take them. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I'll jump on with you, only because I want some interest in that game. The Padres, though, with those home runs out of nowhere, it could be scary. But I'll jump on with you with the Cardinals. Hey, uh, Sal, I always love uh, breaking it down uh, with you. Cam will be back uh, next week. Great stuff. May the winners be yours this weekend, Sal. Excellent. Thanks for having me, buddy. There's uh, Cousin Sal uh, with us. Uh, great stuff with Cousin Sal, as always. Um, you know what? It's kind of scary, though. Me and Sal agreed on every game except one, the Dallas Cowboy game, uh, the Cowboys and the Browns. I, I, I'm not ready to lay points with the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys, like every game's close, but liking the Browns never ends well, does it? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, thanks to Cousin Sal and uh, Joey Odessa for joining us um, on Game Time Decisions today. We're going to transition into 
in-game live in a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll be hanging out with our radio affiliates as well. George Kurtz will step up and in. Um, George um, George has like 10 NBA final props uh, for us uh, ready to go uh, tonight. He has some uh, excellent analysis and insight as far as what he expects, how Eric Spolstra is going to adjust and adapt uh, now that Gordon Dragic and Bam Adebayo are both out of the basketball uh, game. Uh, so NBA talk in the next hour with Kurtz. Uh, no, Kurtz, Kurtz going to be our baseball guy. Like, we're just going to tell Kurtz, keep, keep, keep your eye on the baseball game for us, uh, Kurtz. All right. Uh, well, we'll give you the, we'll give everybody the, <laughs> there's no hockey tonight for Kurtz. We'll get into the NFL, though. More NFL talk. Um, more NFL talk. Actually, you know what? We got that college football game going off the board, actually, in a couple of minutes, guys. So I'm not even kidding. Um, you know, I know oh, 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 the fighting camels and stuff. The fighting camels are 3-0 against the spread. So I'm going to take the fighting camels plus the points against uh, Wake Forest. And they're getting a boatload of points uh, here. And this is a football team. Listen, last week they were in tough. They were playing against an angry, an angry App State football team. And they were playing against an angry App State team, and they covered the number. Barely, uh, but they got there. Now tonight they're getting 34.5 points against Wake Forest, a 3-0 and against the spread team. I got to take the Campbell Fighting Camels uh, here in this spot. So uh, give me the Fighting Camels uh, plus the points. And baseball's been kind of bumpy. Uh, bumpy's an understatement. Let's, let's say there was some turbulence on the flight for us uh, earlier in the week. But if you notice, starting to chip away a little bit last. You know, last night, Dodgers run line. We hit the under in this morning's game with the Cubs and the Marlins. We'll hit this baseball on the other side with George Kurtz as well. But I'm looking at the St. Louis Cardinals in a toss-up game. I got I got Flaherty on the hill against the bullpen spot by, by committee. Give me the Cardinals and the fight of camels. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 